Hi, welcome to Eurocron. I'm your host, Scott Pitney. Eurocron is a podcast where we chronicle extraordinary people and their extraordinary stories. Our goal is simple, entertain, inspire, educate, and at times humor our audience while our guests build their audio legacy. So let's get right to our next extraordinary story. Well, one thing that's on my mind too is, is, and you mentioned it, is what is the end game in all this? Because China and South Korea, where a lot of this stuff started, you know, we, we sort of get a glimpse into the future. And of course, all the news sounds very positive right now. But then the question is, is the news we're getting accurate? And, you know, there's a lot of... Uh, quarantine until this date and this date. And, and I, I personally, I just don't see how it cannot uh, be extended because until to me, the end game and correct me if, if y'all disagree, because I think this is an interesting topic to discuss. The end game to me is when they find something that actually kills the virus. And when that happens, it's going to be a long time I would think maybe up to a year um, to actually kill this thing. What what is y'all's take on this? What what is the end game of this whole stuff? All, all this COVID stuff. The end game I heard, and this makes sense to me today, was uh, getting communities to uh, a point where things are going down, whether that's hospitalizations, deaths, cases. Uh, cases you really can't even pay attention to now because until you get near universal testing. So, but where the where the trend lines start going down, and then you have two weeks of going down. If, once you got two weeks of the numbers going down, then you can look at easing things up. Yeah, and and I keep hearing that too, Dan. But if the virus is still existing, what keeps it from all happening again? You know, Scott, um, being on these calls with uh, South Korea, obviously it's Seoul. Yeah. Um, they are not um, letting up on this thing. I mean, they're shuttering still. I don't know. Uh, this is coming from my company directly to the employees. Um, nothing has changed as far as what they're doing. Um, they're not taking it lightly. They it actually, um, they had a hard time believing that um, the American side of the company um, took so long to shut down. Um, that came from Korea to shut us down on the 13th. And they, the American side of Samsung was vacillating on it. Um, so they have not made any movements to change anything that's going on right there. It's getting better. So they may be at the other side of the bell curve, but they're not telling people to go back to work or not in my company. So I don't know what kind of information you're hearing, but I just had that call Friday. We're, yeah. we're not changing anything. Yeah. I'm, well that, and that's just it. And I appreciate you clearing up South Korea because that was one of the hot areas early on. Yeah. And I, I, that's yeah. the, that's actually the first thing I've any information I've heard about South Korea. Now I would say that my, most of my news content actually comes from Levon. I, I don't watch a lot of it, but in the evenings I do try to watch, um, you know, the, the national news. Uh, so, you know, maybe 30, 45 minutes. And 
And uh, I do like to watch when uh, President Trump comes on and, and some of that, uh, what's you, going on at the federal like the level. doctor? Um, yeah, I do. I do. Fauci. Yeah, yeah I, I like listening to that. But uh, but I guess my my point is, you know, it, it just it, for the, the U.S., it started in a small pocket in Seattle or in New York. It started in a small pocket. They all start in small pockets and this stuff just spreads like crazy. So even if you slow it down, if it's still alive, if we're not killing it, it, it seems like it could just blow up again until we actually find a way to kill it. That's what's hard for me to get my head around. You're talking a vaccine? Yes. That, that to and, me is the end game. Uh, until that, right, until we right. find that, I, I, okay, we, we may contain it and slow it down. And, you know, there, right. there could be some things that get back to normalcy, but, you know, 30, 60, 90 days later, we're right back where we were unless we find right. a way to kill it. I, I'm, <laughs> I don't pretend to be a doctor or scientist or anything. It's just, as just an average Joe guy, that's kind of what, what the way I see it. I, you know, maybe, personally, I think one of the things we have to look at is our political environment. And are we going to be um, receptive if maybe China has found something or Korea or, I don't care what country it comes from. Are we going to be able um, to bring that? The, and Bobby, this is probably something for you because I, I'm not a doctor either. But um, can we share that information? I, I kind of remember back when um, they were discovering things with HIV, and I, I think it came out of France. And there was all this confusion about, oh, we did it and we did it. Is there going to be something collaborative that you think that we're going to be able to share together to come together as a global community to get this done? I don't see one country doing this alone. Yeah, Does that make that. sense? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Darren wanted that, to say that, something. My concern, yeah. Scott, yeah, I, is that yeah. Go ahead. somebody, some country going to be so... Oh, no, 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 we're not going to listen to the Chinese because they started it, or we don't want to hear it from Korea. Um, one of the things that Korea did say the other day is you have to put everything into perspective. We're a small country, and, and the spread of the virus has been quick, very much like Italy. When you look at those countries versus the United States versus China, you know, that's a small mass population. So... The news is going to be pretty bad out of there, and they're devastated by it because yeah. they don't have um, the resources to get in front of it. So I think that's that's something we all need to think about too. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I don't care who fixes it, but you know, but we need to work, all work together uh, globally. Darren, you were going to say something. Oh, you're muted. Oh, uh, Darren, you're muted. Sorry. There we go. Yeah. Now, I was saying that I think the immediate concern is just to get that curve narrowed. Um, I felt all along, just like any other virus that's out there, it's a matter of time before it's going to, you know, hit home. Um, I, you know, I mean, yeah, there's the, every flu season, there's people that skirt by and don't don't get sick. But um, <clears throat> just because we were so unprepared for this. Um, that is the major concern at this point. I don't think it's a matter of, you know, well, if, but when. I, 
at some point they just have to get this contained and under control because right now as we all know um, the medical professionals they're completely up to their gills with all of this um there's not enough supplies there's not enough ventilators there's all those things that they're confronted with um and the medical people putting themselves on the front line for all of this as well it's just a matter of getting the curve narrowed at this point mm-hmm. yeah but how does that how does that um, change like what Scott was just saying? Um, so we slow it down, but then we're all going back out, and then the infection reoccurs. Is that that's what you're thinking, Scott? Right? Well, yes, I, I think, yeah, exactly. And it's going to happen until there's a vaccine or something that's made available to, so that people can get it. But I think moving forward, the lesson that we're learning from this. Um, if nothing else, is to be mindful of uh, our social distance as much as we can. Maybe just be mindful uh, of others and ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely Scott, some, Scott, I mean, people are still going to get we, Until we get a vaccine, we're looking at treatments, which they're yeah. working on. If they get better treatments, that's one thing. And uh, they're actually getting some prophylactics, which are things that will help you avoid it. It's not quite a vaccine. But basically, they're trying to get it down to a flu-like level or something. As long as the hospitals aren't overwhelmed, it will still happen. They're not going to 100% stamp it out. It's just to try to get down to the level of the flu or something um, and where the, where the healthcare system can manage it uh, if we don't get seasonality. Um, but until we get the, to the, the vaccine, which will be at least a year, uh, then it's a question of how best to deal with it and to keep it from peaking over the level that the healthcare systems can deal with. Yeah. So we've probably all heard the same news that uh, China has no new cases. The um, yeah some some sort of uh, chemical they're seeing that that the factories produce when they're up and running. Uh, they're seeing more of that on satellite. Uh, they're they're back. I think uh, the last I heard there was 40%, um, they're, they're 40% back to normalcy, mainly in, in production and that kind of stuff. Do y'all believe that? No. Who knows? Gosh, it's hard to believe, you know, because from what I understand, there was a lot of uh, secrecy from them to begin with over this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows? But. I mean, do we want to be, get back to some sense of normalcy? Of course. I I need to go to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. There's the I agree. <laughs> Cheers on that. Cheers, Cheers there. right there. Yeah. Cheers. We, we need to go to Anchorage. again. If was awake, she would uh, cheer that. Well, they've right. taken away, well, not they, the virus has changed our lives. We don't like we're all of the travel can't do that anymore can't go out and be social so it is an adjustment yeah so so let's just kind of pretend for a second let's just say okay the government says or whoever local federal whatever says okay guys it's safe to go back out let's resume our normal lives I just see everybody sort of creeping out of their house and and I, I see some you know I, I see far less handshakes for example I think uh, that's going to become extinct I, I, I see some new habits developing here that they're going to be carried on maybe some in the short term maybe some forever 
Yeah. What What do y'all see? What do y'all What are, What are some of the changes you see in the future for us as a society? We're shaking hands. I think it's going to go that, away. That's done. Yeah. yeah. Done. Are you Are you guys saying like the, the group sex and is the sharing? And, uh, <laughs> no <laughs> group sex. No, we didn't say anything about group sex, Dan. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, I think handshaking is a thing of the past. No more handshaking. Yep, I don't think so either. Um, well, I heard a joke on a podcast, not Scott's. I, I'm sorry, pedultry. Yeah, this is all pedultry, all serious. Uh, <laughs> where they, you know, the next generation will look back and laugh after they're all elbow bumping, saying, "Remember the old <laughs> days when they used to actually shake hands? That was crazy. You know? yeah. Why did they do that?" Yeah, yeah I yeah. agree. Well, when you you. I don't know if y'all know the origin of why we shake hands, but it, it's kind of silly. Yeah, it's, no, weapon. no weapon. Right. Exactly. I don't have a weapon. And LaVon and I were talking about this, but okay. You, you've shown that you don't have a weapon, but why do you continue with the grip part of it? You know what? The touching. I don't have a weapon. Isn't that good enough? <laughs> No, you've uh, seen Trump and Macron. You can do it strong. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's then that's sort of a, a separate ego, you know, macho thing. Yeah. But yeah, the no <laughs> weapon thing is kind of uh, how it all started. So but, so what do you what do y'all see? Because uh, LaVon, personally, tell them what you like. Uh, and I thought I agree with this. Tell them what you like. Oh, I don't I didn't say I like it. I said that what I was watching, I think it was the view or whatever. They were this was a topic and they said that. Uh, bowing like the Asians yep. do that's what we should be doing oh yeah. we're all going to be Asian now <laughs> well, oh, way, to make, way to make it race, racial well, whatever whatever yeah. I'm not making it racist whatever I'm just saying what the about, bowing the, the American way chest bumping let's do chest bumping yeah, yeah. well your yeah, face yeah. your just face get, is still close yeah together. just get our face all together yeah your face is real close together you know when interviewing for this oh maybe it's butt bumping you do the butt yeah the butt. oh there Dan, that's good Dan, that's safe Dan, did i talk to you about um, oh when i was interviewing no. samsung or was it laura about I'm bowing laura. um uh, yeah. because you know i had to go and meet with um my final interview after my audition as they called it um was with uh two koreans um and they were very hesitant about putting out their hands so before I got there, I kind of Googled around and I said, is it okay for me to bow? So I said, Mr. Kim, it's not necessary to shake my hand. This was before all this stuff, you know? And um, he said, I appreciate that. And he bowed, I bowed, and we sat down and we moved on. I, I think it's a cool thing. I don't need to touch anybody, you know? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious about this. I, I didn't know if I was gonna be like, um, rude or you know making some kind of a statement but um apparently i was um okay to do that so you passed the audition <laughs> i got hey listen i had to do 20 minutes in front of about their own product line of which i was given 24 hours to put together in front of leadership well, you passed well you, I didn't you have, know there's <clears throat> there are times when <laughs> or i've been times in my Past where I'd like, oh, why'd you not want to shake that person's hand? And you feel like you had to. <laughs> it's That's like, true. Yeah, that that awkward I, stuff. I'm okay, I'm okay with the, a head nod. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Another thing too. So, a lot of companies such as mine, we're kind of alternating working from home. We have a skeleton crew in the office to increase our 
space and that kind of stuff, but schools and colleges, all this online stuff that's going on right now, do you think we'll come out of this finding out that, hey, maybe that's a better way? You know, there's no school shootings when you're being educated from home. Now, the downside is you lose the social content, but is that really that big of a sacrifice to give up for being able to educate our, our youth safely from home? And if you do want the social contact, you can still have sports and these other type of things. That, what is y'all's take on that? Maybe just talk about uh, schools specifically and, and yeah, colleges. I, 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 I thought it'd be interesting. It, 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 well, I thought it'd be interesting. They start questioning whether they're worth paying all these bucks, 40, 60, 80,000 bucks for Harvard and the rest of them when they say, oh, don't worry, we'll teach you from home. It's like, what, if you were able to teach me online, what am I paying all this money for? Exactly. You know, to do that. So what? I think there'll be some reassessing of the value of certain yeah. colleges and college educations. Yeah, you were gonna say something, uh, Lori? No, I just, um, I had a great experience at school. Um, my children have been very fortunate with that. And um, it, it, it is more of a cultural kind of social thing for them. Um, I know I feel really bad for even kindergartners who, who can't have their little graduation that they were so excited about, you know? Yeah. Um, but you're right. It, our, our school system needs to be reevaluated. And um, you're right. We're not going to have school shootings if they're not in school. Too yeah. bad we have them at all. You know? Yeah. But yeah. That's another part of our culture we have to look at. Yeah. And same with companies, too, uh, depending on what kind of business you're in. Obviously, Bob needs to go to his job and Dan, uh, but, uh, in manufacturing, uh, the, the folks that are making stuff need to be there, but you know, that the folks that support that stuff, accounting sales, uh, you know, some of these other departments we're, we're learning that we can work from home and, and think of all the money that can be saved in, in renting brick and mortar setups. I mean, and emissions, greenhouse gases. Yeah. And, and we're burning a lot less fuel, uh, as a result, uh, you know, there, there are some silver linings here that could continue in the future. So Darren, you're nodding your head. Do you got any thoughts on that? Oh, I mean, it's a good point. It just, just given the fact that the earth is actually having a chance to breathe for a moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was something I read where, in Venice for the first time and I forget how many years that. That they've seen the dolphins swimming through the canals again. Um, so there's definitely positive that comes out of it. And for us, quite honestly, when you talk about <clears throat> economics, um, because we haven't been able to go out and do the things that we're used to doing, there's no telling how much we're saving you know, as opposed to spending now the stock market, that's a whole different story. Mm -hmm. um, don't want to go there with that one. Yeah, that's really just, well, yeah. I'm sure we all lost but a lot of money on that. We're, we're saving a buttload of money just by having to stay home. Yeah, I I see I, I pay the bills. I see it. It's way. Yeah, I'm like, well, Scott went away, so I don't want it to be like that. But whatever. Staying home it does save a lot of money. <laughs> You're on, Levon. You're the host. I you, guess I am to, now. No, bridge. you are, Dan. Is the queen still asleep? She's a very good sleeper. When did she get her <laughs> second wind? She had to uh, tonight about seven crowd. or eight. Oh, she was. <laughs> That's funny. Mornings, though. If you want to have one of these talks at seven, six in the morning, all the way. We're there. Oh, I'm asleep. Oh. Me and Darren are asleep. <laughs> Bob is probably awake. Mm -hmm. Scott's awake. 
And uh, Lori, I don't know. That's lunch, that's lunch time. <laughs> She's been sleeping till eight, and that's been incredible for her to sleep in till eight in the morning. That's like outrageous to sleep to that point. Well, that's true because when we go to Anchorage or to a gunquit, you guys are always up super early, and I'm always late. Yeah. Darren's always late. Yeah. When, when Levon says super early, she means nine, ten o'clock. Five thirty-six. Yeah. That's not true. I just don't do morning. Yeah, you I'm and I know. Well, you are too, LeBron. Oh, I'm a night owl. But I used to wake yeah. up at 5.30 when I was an engineer and went to bed at midnight. You woke up earlier than that. She woke up 4.30, I thought. 4.30, 5 o'clock. I, I yeah. can do it. She's catching up on sleep for being an engineer 15 years working. <laughs> working. Uh, does, yeah, and that was just really to beat traffic more than anything else here, in, here in H-Town. So, anyway. Well, let's, uh, why don't we have a little bit of fun and talk about memorable times as that we all had together. Yeah, that's a great idea. So, so uh, to give the, to give our uh, captive audience an idea of how we all met, I think uh, what was it about six years ago? It, um, yeah, it what, was uh, Levon and I, Scott. That's right. Okay, so you, Gloria, you tell the story. You've got it sounds like you've got the handle on it. So I go was, ahead. Yeah, no, no. What was happening was I was eyeballing Scott. And it was <laughs> she like, was. Holy shit! Look at this guy. <laughs> You know, and I'm, I'm nudging Laura, and I'm like, ooh, and then there's Levon. <laughs> so, uh, no, so Levon and I started talking, and um, I, we were all there. It was Dan, Laura, me, um, and you two. And Jay. Right? And so then we invited you out for dinner. You guys didn't show because Levon was sleeping. And then um, we met for drinks that night again at Anchorage, and that was it. We were set. Scott, you were my fake boyfriend. Remember, I sent all those pictures home. You mean what? What do you mean was? You know what I mean. Anyway, we're talking about the past. We're talking about the past. Okay. So I was taking all these really cool shots with. um, You you don't want her going into the bag of bones moment that ended your boyfriendness, you know. (laughs) That's true. That yeah, and then what was the oh the the song obsession so. We had this big thing with me where I was obsessed with Scott, and um, and then uh, the fun part about all of this was Scott and Levon kept breaking up and getting back together, <laughs> and breaking up and getting back together. So finally, I had had enough of that bullshit. And I, like, uh, I went out with Scott one night in Houston, and remember that Scott? Of course. And I really gave him a one-two, and then the next night I was with Levon, and I gave her a one-two. And then we all went to brunch, and boy, you guys couldn't kick me to the curb fast enough. <laughs> and then you guys got back together. That's, when, like, that's uh, when you had that sock in your pants. It looked like you had a wiener. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I had a sock stuck in my pants, and then um, my purse hit magnets. Do you remember this one? Yeah, <laughs> we were I, eating dinner I in the fort. And the freaking fort was sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this shit? <laughs> but yeah, so had, I, I'm swearing so much on your podcast, but I guess oh, that's really, okay. It's it's rated R. Right. We we had a lot of fun, um, and I think that we all hit it off immediately. I know you and Dan had a bromance, Scott, right out of the <laughs> gate, um, right? What yep. we calling it? The bromance was that Laura's word? Yeah. Oh, why, let's not put a name on it. Why put it? Why cheap it? <laughs> <laughs> What I do remember the the first the thing I had a whole you know I, I'm being honest I thought Scott was adorable I was like ooh 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 and Laura's like quit hitting me you know I can see so we kind of, 
we kind of had a lot of fun with that. But um, I think we just all hit it off. And then um, as time went on and you guys, you know, found each other again and ended up getting married and you brought um, Bobby and Darren in and, you know, we've just had a great time. We've met other people through it. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's been a nice explosion of friendship. How's that? It, 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 it really has. It's, uh, you know, what's interesting to me is we all meet people all the time and we're in the moment with them and we're having a great time and, oh, we need to get together and we connect on Facebook or exchange phone numbers and everything. And, you know, sometimes you may stay in touch a little bit, but honestly it fades and you know no, nothing went wrong it just it is what it is it just fades but this little this relationship blossomed you know like i said five or six years ago and we still go to maine we still get together uh on on different trips you guys come to texas we, you know we meet in the bahamas we meet at the kentucky derby whatever and and yes gloria you are the reason that LaVon and I are married. I'm pretty certain uh, that, that that one special Sunday that you uh, strategically put together worked out very well. And we can't thank you enough. And I know I owe you, I think it's $75,000 still for that. But. but, you know, I think it would have happened anyway um, without, no. without me. It no. was just like, I had had enough. I was like, I'm so sick and tired of both of you guys talking <laughs> this crazy talk. And I'm getting the same stuff from Scott. And finally, it was like, you two need to sit down and talk. You just have to get it out. Yeah, we, I don't think you talked. I think you went somewhere else and did other things. Well, we, we got it out. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. There was a lot that came out that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, and then Darren. Yeah. Then part two. I'm, I'm going to let LaVon tell this story because, uh, yeah, so we went out. I really don't remember. We just, I remember we wanted to go somewhere different. And I don't know if we went on Yelp or whatever, but then we found the cellar door or whatever. We had never been there. Now, this is in Katy, in Texas. In Katy, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. we're sitting at the bar and we're sitting a chair. I want to say that y'all got, you guys, Darren and Bob, y'all moved over because there wasn't enough seating or something. I'm not real sure. But we just started talking to y'all and... That's all I remember. And then we hit it off. Yeah, we were at the corner of the bar. We hit it off. And, you know, same thing. Hey, let's exchange numbers and all that. And we did. And we got together again and again but and I again. Think, I think they were going on a date to a play or something. Oh, yeah. the Sister act. Yeah. And y'all were going and we we're like having so much fun with you. And y'all were contemplating of not going. And we were like, we were hoping you wouldn't go. And then y'all went anyway. And. I kept saying y'all need to go to a gunquit with us and that, we exchanged numbers. That was numbers. sister act that we went to and it was so bad that we left during intermission. <laughs> we should have stayed at the cellar door. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, don't, you, don't you remember? Cause she said, yeah, there's a group and we go and we like to drink wine and we have a good time. And we said, oh, that'd be fun. We'd love to travel. And you said, and I said, oh, that's good. Where do you go? And we said, oh, we go to this little place called Gunquit, Maine. And I went, Maine? What the fuck is that? Is that in the United States? Why would anybody go there? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but, but we also traveled with you guys uh, in the RV. We went to Fredericksburg. We went. Uh, we took him to the radio. Yeah. And, and I, I can't remember now if that was before no, or after May, but we, we hung up. We went to, uh, twice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. But we, 
we did um, th- some things together, and and yeah, we Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, well, yeah, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> but um, but anyway, so so Bob, you you never heard of Maine? Why why the hell would you go there? So what did you think about Maine after your first trip? Yeah, and now I think we've been more times uh, than you. We've all met. We'll be right back. Today's episode is sponsored by Pitney Properties. Pitney Properties provides real estate services to buyers and sellers located in and around the Houston area. Having been raised in Texas, LeVon Pitney is incredibly well-versed in the area's housing market and always manages to find her clients those hidden gems that other agents tend to overlook. LeVon's relentless style and integrity allow her to hold client satisfaction at her highest priority. She works hard to make the entire home buying and selling experience as is productive and enjoyable as possible. Whether her clients are first-time buyers or seasoned investors, LeVon works tirelessly to accommodate their needs and exceed their expectations. To learn more about LeVon's real estate services, please don't hesitate to call her today at 713-805-8871. That's 713-805-8871. Or contact LeVon at Soul and Pitney Properties. Can I backtrack for a minute? What made you and, and uh, LeVon go to Maine? I don't uh, recall why you. Oh, that's easy. So I've seen it's right in front of you. I'd, I'd been to 48 states and I hadn't been to um, Alaska or Maine. So um, we went to Alaska and the last thing to do was go to Maine. Well, what are we going to do there? Well, what do people do when they go to Maine? They eat lobster. And so the, the reason, so we took a weekend to go to Maine to eat lobster was the reason we went. One of my clients said, I was talking to her about it and she said, oh, you should go to this place called a gun quit. And I was like, Bob, I said, oh, gun what? You know, and, and, uh, <laughs> and so we did. And um, we actually, we didn't stay at the Anchorage. We stayed at some other well, place. And, and I, re- I remember when we got that, when we drove into a gun quit, there was a, a line of traffic. I'm like, what the hell are we, did we get into, wow. you know? And yeah, there's seriously a line of traffic. I said, this must be a good place. And so we went there and then of course we ended up at the Anchorage, um, and um, that's when we met y'all. And Well, uh, we stayed at the Anchorage, but we stayed across the street for like a night okay. and then we went and stayed at that really you know where uh, where that bar is that we go to where we came in yeah. as trump and them there's a re- there's a hotel there we stayed at that hotel one night uh, okay i don't know the name of that hotel or, i think it's the norseman okay i don't remember we stayed there and then uh we went back to boston yeah I, it's so weird wasn't it i mean that was just so weird and the ju- and then the the night that we ran into you again um 
I don't remember the dinner thing that you invited us, but maybe so. But I remember we went to that the front porch and we walked up the stairs, and Laura yep. Housley said, "Oh, there's Texas." Y'all kept calling us Texas. Yeah, and you know it was funny too because uh, if I had never met anybody from Texas in Maine, and I've been going to Maine my whole life, and I never met anybody from Texas. Well, now you know four people from Texas. Now I know a whole bunch. Yeah. Well, you, you know, if we, if, if we have to mention our most favorite memory of Ogunquit, it has to be the mask. <laughs> oh, yeah. It has to be the mask, no matter Okay. What. It has to be yeah. the number one best. All right. I, I want to hear y'all's version first because that, that was, that was the, that was the, yeah, Darren. Well, and then we'll, we we'll tell you how this idea came up in the Bahamas. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let, okay, so <clears throat> excuse me. So the yeah, you have to meet yours. Anyway, this um, well, you guys weren't supposed to be there. No. Correct. Remember? We were not right, supposed so, to be there. Oh, so I'm just uh, 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 having a good time, and I go up into that bar. What's it called? The 360. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all of a sudden I look over and I see you two. Well, I didn't know it was you, of course. You had the masks on. And I swear to God, I was stopped in my tracks. I was <laughs> like, oh, hell no. <laughs> and I mean, <clears throat> just, for a, just for a second, I mean, they looked so realistic. It and was, I, and I, think, I think, Scott, you pointed at me or something like that. Well, you, you nobody said the word of what the masks were of. Yes, thank you, thank, thank you, Dan. Thank <laughs> you, Dan. <laughs> so, so and why this was why this was such a shock for Darren? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because Scott had on Donald Trump's face, and Levon had on Melania. So, <laughs> so when Donald was there, at you, political affiliations <laughs> revealed. Because I am, as you all know, I am not a trump supporter at all but when i what? walked in what? there this what? is news what <laughs> fake news fake news wake up laura there were, there were yeah. so many people in there and you guys were kind of crammed in there amongst everyone and i swear to god the masks looked so realistic they did yeah stopped me in my tracks yep. and then got you know looking like trump he pointed at me and i was like oh well no <laughs> and then they took they took the mask off and i was like yeah, I was even more shocked then. That That's was fun. Funny. So, yeah. Bob, and a big surprise. Bob, That's a great video of you, Darren. Uh, because Bobby, yeah. didn't, didn't he, he spot Levon? Yes, that what he happened? ruined. Well, no, well, I, well what yeah. is it? Because, you know, I walked fast anyway. So I walked in and saw him, but then I kind of walked fast, like around two or three chairs, and I could see around the side of the mask. And then I figured it out before, way before Darren did. But you were, you, you played well. You played well. You played along and didn't spill the beans. And we got the reaction shot out of Darren. But the shot of of uh, Lori and Jay, that <laughs> how that all came together. Well, let me let me just tell you our side of it real quick. So we came up with this idea, Dan. We're all uh, drinking on the beach uh, in the Bahamas. And, and that's when it started, which was, I don't know, five or six weeks before the actual event, I think. It was in January. 
No, it, well, we were in the Bahamas in April, and, and then we went there in, in, to Maine in May. But when it all came, the day that it came down, first of all, Levon and I walked to the wrong, wrong bar, which we had to we had to double back. I mean, we were sweating by the time we got the wrong, right we were, bar. We went to Barnacle Billy's. Yeah. And we were walking, oh, and I had heels. I was we pissed off. Huh? And, we're in our, you know, pre- we're wearing our president and first lady attire. And so, yeah, it was, but anyway, anyway, so we finally get to the right bar and then Dan was on the phone and we're just trying to make all this be a surprise. And, uh, Dan, why don't you speak a little bit about what happened after that? And then I want to hear well, from Gloria because she was the yeah, one that was, so the, yeah. The gag here to allow, to allow us to be actually taping it and then not thinking of us is you know we start doing the selfies start taking pictures and oh look this is funny let's take pictures of these people in this uh donald costume and the melania costume with Lori and jay there and just figure that that's the idea of why we're taking the tape and so that's why we can have it from beginning to reveal to reaction uh which was really the fun part well when we walked in with our paper mask we were booed you were. We were like, boo, boo. People were pissed, and they were taking. But they, they were mad, but they wanted to take pictures with us. So that was oh, weird. Yes, yeah. you booed. You were booed, but they wanted the pictures with you. So yeah, we were. Trump this back. bar was totally minute, packed. It was shoulder to shoulder. Were you booed at Acreage? No, we were booed at. No, at the oh, Lobster okay. Pound or whatever it is. Gotcha. Yeah, we yeah. walked in and everybody was booing us and booing us. But then they wanted oh. pictures with us. So Gloria, you you see you see these two, you know, president and first ladies, two people obviously in masks, but they're getting booed by the whole bar. And you know, I don't know, there there must have been it, it was shoulder it was to shoulder. It was packed. But was we, packed, we, we yeah. start we start approaching you and Jay. So what are you thinking at this point? <laughs> I'm thinking, what assholes? <laughs> <laughs> but the best was when Dan, Dan kind of, I wanted to leave and Dan kept saying, oh, and then you guys, I think Dan, you had to tell Michael and Sean, right? Because I was like ready yeah. to go. And and Dan's like, no, got to keep her here. You know, this whole reveal is going to happen. So I was like, and Dan's going, what do you think of these two? And I go, oh, yeah, yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, you know, they take the masks off and I think I started to cry. Uh, no, I think I did. Yeah, you, I did. Yeah, you did. I did. Much it was so. a great reaction. Like an overwhelming reaction. It, yeah. I was very overwhelmed. And not only that, but I was so pissed off at you two <laughs> for, for not coming. And then there you are. But I think what I was trying to say was this is the best friend reveal. And I kept saying best friend. <laughs> I couldn't well, a long time, a long time at Bobby's waiting caused yes, yeah, some more slurring in the reaction. It may not have been as sharp as it might have been otherwise. That's funny. That's funny. This is the best pause friend reveal. <laughs> I could not spit it out, and I do remember there was a a, a guy right behind you, Dan, um, who was saying, "Oh, it's normal people." So. I oh, that's funny. That's funny. I, I didn't, yeah, that's that's new to me. That's pretty cool. But, you know, you do this stuff and it all comes down to a few seconds moment of truth. And I got to say, Dan, yeah. 
you were a true pro you you caught i mean camera angles you caught the moment just perfect i mean it it couldn't have turned out any better i mean it was it was a lot it was so much fun so much fun what's really funny is when uh we planned this whole thing i left it up to scott to order the mask and mr cheapo he ordered (laughs) he ordered these masks cost two dollars and they came in the mail and i thought we were gonna have like you know the rubber ones or something and these paper masks come in i'm like this is cheesy ass shit. We're not going to pull nothing off. But then when you put that. They were five bucks. Go ahead. Whatever. When you put that paper mask on, those look more real than the rubber ones. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Right. They you were cool. Look, right. And the outfits. I mean, when I saw you, Levon, for a second, I thought, oh, my God, that's Melania Trump. <laughs> the real. You know? Yeah. Um, that's nice funny. Outfit, it's creepy. so real. slender and walking wow. We knew it wasn't Melania shit clothes on. <laughs> oh my God. Zinga. I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. I Zinga. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Well, he looked great. Anyway, our Melania, AKA LeVon looked great. Well, that, and so did you, Scott. It, it was just hilarious. Well, it was, I don't was think the I, best. I will never funny. forget that. I mean, I, I love Ogunquit, but that was the best. Yeah. You pulled it off. Well, Darren, Darren, yeah, Darren said when he saw me, he said that, uh, he um, said, I saw that video. Oh my God. You were, your face face was priceless. Darren said his, his fangs came out or his claws. I I swear. I swear to God. It was, it it was like claws in cat because I was 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 getting ready to say, we're leaving. We're not staying here. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, if we do come July 4th, I guess we can't do that again. <laughs> no, you can't. Uh, but it was great. It, I think it's uh, really cool that the four of you, Dan, Laura, and you two, came up with this in the Bahamas. You, you, uh, and I can't believe she kept her mouth shut, to be quite honest. I can't believe we didn't know that. Yeah, that, that, that was it. She wanted to say how many times about get, trying to get you mad about them not showing. I didn't want oh, to keep yes, her from... Yes. Kind of bringing it up and like, yeah. come on, you're going a little overboard. Let's you, know, you remember? Play it cool. Do you remember, <laughs> Dan? We were sitting outside, and um, I can't remember Laura's friend, the older lady who's not well. She's uh, real sweet. Anyway, she was coming out, and she kept talking to Laura about where we were going for dinner. And of course, I'm buttoning because that's what I do. And she's saying, oh, but you guys have so many other friends coming. And Laura's going, no, we don't. No, we don't. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, Bobby and Darren are going to be. And, and, yeah, Laura, and Laura's I, going to be quiet. I can only visualize it. But and there was another moment, and Scott knows this well, and we're not, it's not going to do justice by the telling. Because at Bobby's, it's an overhead bar looking down on the street. And as we were trying oh, to get funny. Scott and, and Laurent to the restaurant, they had to walk down the street in what revealed him to view from those looking from above in the uh, in the bar. And so he had to try to kind of like a, an enemy trying to traverse an area under enemy <laughs> fire, a sniper, see if he could sneak across the causeway without getting seen. And so he's sneaking across. And I think Laura made some kind of she did un- this. unknowable gestures, yeah, <laughs> waving. And I'm like, no, wave them here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gestures to go or to come or to go or to come. And they're caught in the middle 
getting shot at by <laughs> fire. Like, which way do we go? Until uh, he finally decided to walk closer. Uh, yeah. Come to it, but they were finally caught in the caught in the open area there. Yeah, I, that that was. That, you know, I think honestly, my brain had I even seen them prior to the mask thing. I don't think it would have registered that that's Scott Levant because I was yeah. so Well, he might not even had the mask on. He, I'm not sure he had the mask on at that time or something, but we finally saw him after trying to coordinate. Where are you? Oh, you're at Billy's. Oh, my God, get up here. You know, so the time was taking, and we finally saw them in the open area, and we're trying to get him there. But Laura was waving what appeared to be waving them away while I was trying to wave them in, <laughs> uh, which led to even more confusion for them caught in the middle there. Well, if it would have been no, me. That was, that was great. It was absolutely great. <laughs> and it was so fun. And, you know, looking back at the videos, I, but Darren, honestly, your face and, and your hands, I mean, everything that you did was just shock. It's just like me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's God, you were about to say your, your feelings. Yeah, well, if it, if, of that moment. if it were me looking at us, I would have been going, "Why the hell are these people all dressed up coming to the beach?" <laughs> <laughs> when we were in the lobby waiting to go up, people wanted to take pictures with us. It was like, and then to move on really? on the, on this last trip, just because we had Gloria in the car with us, we got pulled over by the police. I what? Have mentioned the police. You can't, you can't, Gloria can't be anywhere within a hundred feet of you and the police don't get involved. <laughs> <laughs> Did we hear this one? I don't know if we've heard this one. You probably haven't. We got pulled over and here I am driving and we get pulled over by the police just because we have her in the car. You didn't know that, Jim? I've never heard this story. I don't think so. What was, what, 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 what why did they pull you He's over? Oh, that was when Laura and I were in a, we, we were not in a good place, but you guys weren't there. Um, and, uh, you know, Lauren, I always have these little bad She's back again. Yeah. Uh, this was when you guys had already left over Christmas by the Sea. Right, Bobby? That's yeah, what what's the name of that restaurant we went for dinner? Clay, Clay Hill Farm. We went to Clay Hill Farm for dinner, like a small group of eight of us. And then we decided, and it was a late dinner, like at 8.30. So we were done at like 10. And then we decided, okay, let's go to Main Street and have a drink. So we went to Main Street until like 11.30. And you know, it's it's cold. It was after everything was over. It's the last <laughs> night. There's hardly nobody in town anyway. So it's me and Derek. Yeah, it's me and Darren and Gloria and Mikel and Sean, and we're all in the car. Um, and we were having this really, we had a nice drink. And we were having this really serious talk because I can't remember whether it was Mikel or Sean that was saying, God, we're so glad we met you guys because we're kind of shy and introverted. And so, you know, it was them, yeah. Yeah, we don't have a lot of friends, and you guys make us feel so comfortable. and. So we got out of Main Street and said, you know, we'll give you guys a ride back to your hotel. And we're pulled around the corner and, you know, Gloria's in the car there and we're driving down the street and all of a sudden <laughs> there's some red flashing lights and we get pulled over by the police. Poor Kay. Immediately we all said, Gloria, what did you do? <laughs> Uh, why, did they, why did they say they were pulling you over? Why did they all anyway, say they were it, it wasn't bad. The policeman was really nice. He got out because we were in a rental car and weren't paying any any attention. And it's because I'm used to my car, which has automatic lights that go on when you start it. Uh, he yeah, goes, no, where have you been and what have you been doing? And I, we said we went out to eat. We went to Main Street. And he said, how much have you had to drink? And I said, I had a glass of wine at dinner and I had a beer at Main Street. He said, okay. He said, well, you were driving without your lights on. And we laughed. And I said, oh, I'm used to the lights coming uh, up my car. Yeah, and he shit. said, you're not drunk, are you? And I said, no, really, I wish I was, but no, I'm really not. <laughs> he did say that. <laughs> and he laughed and he laughed and he said, no, no big deal. He goes, um, he goes, I looked up the rental car and it came out under your name. Just 
He goes, I, I, he goes, that happens all the time. You forgot to put the lights on. Be safe and go home. Wow. Uh, but we, oh, okay. we blamed it on Gloria because she was in the car and the cops are always involved. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I've lost count. There was the whole Karen thing. The the I, I had not heard that. Yeah. Yeah. A couple times before that. And then the that last. was the first thing at Orweed when the lady lost her purse and that Joe. Oh, God. You know, remember that cop? Joe Gumbo, you know, Ramrod came in. That was a cop that kept saying, let me do my job, people. <laughs> He bitched me out. He's like, okay. Does uh, does Lori have a mugshot in Ogunquit? I, the police know me by name, <laughs> um, and they like me very much. But here's the thing: now that guy was actually in a car, which surprised me because most of the cops in Ogunquit are on bikes, and I'm not being funny. They're on bikes or they're on foot. You know. Hmm. So I was kind of surprised that we got pulled over by an actual police car. Except the time that I got locked in the car, and then they came. They were in a car that night. Too. I got locked in the car. Uh, why are Over you? Why are you in the dark or something? All I see is uh, like a shadow. Well, because she's telling cop stories. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's on forty-eight hours. I wanted the same thing. I said, "Why is she in the dark?" Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, to protect herself. I, well, we still room. got the silhouette. We still got the silhouette <laughs> deniability. No, I'm, in, I'm in my little tiny kitchen, and um, I don't like when the big lights are on. It's like just, I don't like it. So, any, anyway, um, yes, I am a cop magnet. Um, oh <laughs> it comes out okay, you know? What, wasn't, there, wasn't there a story where some cops came and uh, y'all were, like, trying to hit on them? That you wanted to be arrested? I, no, I hit on the cop. Yeah, because you wanted to be arrested, like some kind of sexual yeah. thing. Yeah, it was. It was very strange. Uh, listen, when that whole thing went down with me and Karen, Karen was half naked. Seriously. Imagine that. And I'm like, cover up, cover up. And she's like, I ain't fucking naked. Oh my God, you wouldn't believe that night. And then the night Jay locked me in the car and I tried to get out. Oh yeah, and she then, fell asleep in the car. Oh yeah. Of course, while that, you know, the Anchorage people were out there. Didn't we do a podcast about that? Um, so, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that guy. I, 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 I do attract police. That's, That's true. funny. So, Bob, you know, Bob, Bob and Darren have met Karen. Yes, they have. We, uh, Gloria, to answer your question, we did do a podcast, but unfortunately, I did not press the record button. You had a what? <laughs> No, the girls. He was pretending. He was pretending. It yeah, actually recorded. We we were supposed to do a podcast, but I failed to push the record button, so that one never aired. Yes. This, this he's is a professional. He's a, he's a real professional. Yeah, but you know, especially Laura, that day. Really on that podcast, remember her story? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Her story. Yeah, I won't go into it because you could do it again with her because that was really funny. Well, no, you you're welcome to tell it. In fact. Um, I was going to suggest we're, we're about an hour and 50 minutes. Uh, I, I know Dan's in his kitchen making dinner. It's dinner time there on uh, Eastern Standard Time and soon to be here. So uh, maybe suggest wrapping this up in the ten, next 10 minutes or so. But we would love to hear that story if you'd like to tell it. Actually, I'll tell it because he lived it. Which, which of the many stories is this? Again, remind me. This is the one where there was an incident with the credit card and some talk about the president. 
<laughs> when uh when your wife went to the uh i guess psychiatric ward or something because she said obama had something oh, to do with the credit card that one that one's her story i don't know about oh yeah no no that, that, yeah, yeah. That, that's her story I'm sorry, yeah the, yeah laura yeah, yeah. yeah she'll I be mad the queen will be mad deniability <laughs> yeah we need to so that's laura she, the queen will be mad about that okay yeah. Uh, I, I was in New Hampshire covering a primary. Yeah, I don't know the whole story the way Laura can tell it, but she is, Scott, you got to get her to do it because she is hilarious. And it is just this huge misunderstanding and uh, then, you know, ramifications because of it. But it, it, um, she tells er, er, it. Earlier in the day for another another podcast, another Zoom, next week maybe or so, <laughs> uh, try to start early on that one. I, I yeah. totally agree. We'll, we'll start. Yeah. yeah. That's a good opener. That's a good opener. So, um, that, that was funny. Anyway, I guess we'll wrap it up for today. Um, anybody else? A so, huge success. Yeah, finally. Well, it took a couple of tries, but yeah, we, we finally Great. got it. Thank you, Zoom. Um, I'm buying your stock tomorrow, first thing. Um, <laughs> first one's always the roughest, but yeah, we got it down. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah. thank y'all. Man, it was, uh, of course, it's always great to, catch up and and uh, connect again so any final thoughts before we wrap this one up Where just glad every day bobby thank you so much for what you do yes. definitely Can't for sure now that, now that we all have zoom we don't need to, we don't need to we can just zoom each other zoom each other we can zoom yeah it's much better to do it as a group and tell the stories once and have fun i like this better yeah yeah, yeah. Are y'all going to Zoom later with uh, uh, your friends from Maine? I mean, uh, Miami or Florida? Yeah, we're going to find, find everybody. everybody. <laughs> oh, Val, Valerie announced, yeah. 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 So, yeah, it's it's going to be the thing, I think, for a while. So it's good we, we have this uh, way of communicating. All right, y'all. Well, uh, cheers. It was a lot of fun, and uh, we'll look forward to the next one. We'll have to get, All right. do it early when they're right. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye. Love you, everybody. Bye. Love you, too. Bye.